You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 72. In this episode, I'm doing honor coaching with Olaf Schwantes. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I'm talking to Ola Schwantes, who is in my Somba program. Olaf is a relationship coach who has been working offline for the last seven years. Now Olaf would like to take his business online and is wondering how to get started with his first online group program. Do you want to take your business online? Find out how with the seven stages video series. You can sign up for free by going to sigrun.com forward slash 72. I am super excited to be here with Olaf Schwantes and talk about his challenge. And thank you for being here, Olaf, and doing on-air coaching with me today. Yeah, I'm happy to be here too. And thank you for the possibility. My name is Olaf Schwantes and I'm from Hanover, Germany. And I'm a business coach uh, and a relationship coach. And I work with couples uh, to bring fresh wind into their relationships. Yes. So you have been doing this for a while and you have a mainly an offline business. Is that correct? That's right. Um, I now do it for seven years. On the 1st of October, it's the seventh year. Congratulations on your anniversary. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So what is, you want to bring your business more online and what do you feel is currently your biggest challenge? The biggest challenge is to have a little bit of structure, how I do the things now to come from online, uh, from offline to online and in which steps I can do this. Okay. So what have you got so far in terms, we, we call them digital assets. What have you been doing so mm -hmm. far in terms of building some online portfolio? Yeah, I have an email marketing systems system with about 500, nearly 570 people inside. Um, I have a freebie as a checklist. Uh, am I in love in, with my partner anymore? And uh, this runs good. Mm -hmm. And um, I sent out a newsletter for nurturing. And um, I do weekly the Facebook Live video also for nurturing uh, with special topics around about the relationship. Mm -hmm. So basically, you're getting people on your list, you're nurturing them, and now you're kind of missing the next step, how you convert them to clients. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Because I have welcome series too, but uh, after the welcome series, they book anything. Uh, I now make them really new, about seven emails, and um, I'm now looking if it works better. But uh, on the other hand, uh, that's the reason why I joined Samba, is, is that I want to have an online product to offer. Yeah. So it could be that people just don't want a big intercession because they're afraid 
they have to buy something afterwards. It's a big fear. And I'm not a big fan of booking intercession either. I did this as a, let's say, a favor to other online marketeers when we're all kind of trying to help each other when I, I was starting out in my business. But I totally understand that this is, there's a little block there. So how can we possibly make it easier? I think that's what we're looking at here. So you have people joining your list. Your list is quite okay with with 500 something people. You gotta invite them on some kind of a live webinar, I think. I think where they are less kind of intimidated in terms of being alone with you on a call. How about inviting them on a webinar where you go deeper into the freebie, like you've given them a freebie and now how can you take it to the next steps with the live webinar and you said you want to create an online product and you've probably heard me talk about this. This is at least what I talk a lot about in Samba is the first step in creating an online product is just have a little group program, four Mm -hmm. to six people. So I would introduce this on the webinar and it feels less threatening, less difficult. You come into a group, And it's a mixture of you teaching them something and they can ask you questions or discussions versus, you know, this intercall. And it's a bit scary with the intercalls. So I think a live webinar and starting some kind of a beta program first as a group. Mm -hmm. The beta program then was four to six people. Yeah, well... You have to decide, you know, you are the expert. You've been coaching seven years. You have been doing this one-on-one mostly, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So now you want to take what you did one-on-one to a group level. What feels as a comfortable group size for you? I think it's about the, the number you said. It's a maximum 10, not more, because I, it should be individual enough for the first run. Yeah. I think so too. I have found when I was starting to run group programs, I found it very comfortable to have six people in a group. You got to look at in a group program that if somebody doesn't show up, you know, does the group fall apart? So if they're too small, it's not a group program anymore. But if they're too big and it's your first group program, you may not be able to pay enough attention to each person and understand what they really, really need from you. And while you're still developing your program, you got to look at not keeping it too big. So yeah, anywhere between uh, four and 10 and the optimal numbers, maybe between six and eight. Look, mm-hmm. you have to find out yourself how much will be training versus discussion. And will you do some coaching and how much coaching is, is needed for success versus is this a lot of them just learning new methods? What is your gut feeling right now? What type of program it will become? I think it must be a mixture between input and uh, the coaching, but I'm not sure if it could be a coaching. As you said, I have a fear when I do the coaching with their topics before the other people. Uh, So I think it has to be a one-on-one situation too. This is what I'm thinking about. I'm not really sure right now. What I do today in the last days was uh, to take my um, numbers of of, uh, data I have in my praxis and uh, I took two two couples as a role model and to find out how much data I have with them and what uh, did I do with them and 
what can I do now in the online program? So where can I make some videos as an input part? And where is it necessary to use Zoom or something like that uh, to work on their own topics? Yeah. And what did you find out by looking at this data or these ideal clients? Yeah, I found out that it's uh, the input uh, part is about 30-40%, I think. And the rest have to be individual. So there's something about often we think, especially when it comes to more personal topics like relationship or even I have a client who is doing pleasure coaching. We think it's not possible to do this in a group format, but you might be positively surprised. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I want you to entertain the thought that people might actually want to open up in a group. There mm -hmm. is ample example around the universe of people sharing intimate subjects in a group setting because it gives everyone somehow permission and it shows them that they are not unique, like all my problems are not something special. A lot of other people have them. Of course, we all feel that our problems are unique to us. But when we hear someone else share something similar, there's a lot of empathy and sympathy and, and, and you might even open up more than on an individual basis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. That happens often, yeah. Yeah. So how about you trying, because it's a better program, you will probably sell mm -hmm. it for a lower fee than you will do in the future, to see how far you can go with a group setting because that mm. determines how scalable your future online programs will be. These people may have to apply to participate. So we're going back to that live webinar that I suggested you do. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the live webinar, you present this program and you may want to have an application for participating. So maybe the fee is relatively low for participating but on the other hand, you get committed participants that are really willing to participate. They're going to give you feedback, constructive feedback and testimonial. Yeah. And that it's, it's like an investment for you as, as well. So that in mm -hmm. the future, you have an online course that feels solid and, and you have then really tested, can this be done in a group format? If not, you know, worst case, you add individual sessions as a giveaway to these four or six or eight people and nothing has gone bad. But what if from the outset you test the group format and see if it works as a standalone without offering the one-on-one -on -one right away? Okay. Does that feel right yeah, to you or? or yeah, it's, no, it's, it's the way I want it. Uh, it's, it's really right because the other thing, it's cost a lot of time. And uh, so I only put the offline topic from uh, to an online topic. So it's, but it's the same time I have to, to spend and uh, I don't have the possibility to, to get more people. Yeah. No, there's no reason for you when you already have the experience you have taking things offline to online and still just doing it one-on-one, -on -one, there's no time saving or very little. And you mm -hmm. want to scale without losing quality. Uh, mm -hmm. So you got to kind of jump over your own shadow <laughs> and <laughs> offer it as a group program. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And do you think it's uh, because in my, my practice, I have uh, more uh, couples. It's uh, more one to two. So should I offer this program for couples or is it better to individuals or should I mix this? 
Mm. What does your program look like a year from now? Let's say you've created your online course. Mm-hmm. Would people have to join as a couple or can I join a program individually? I think at the end, uh, when one is booking the program, the couple will take part. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Then you have your answer. Basically, you want it to be a couple's program, but people can still join. Does the other partner have to show up to the Zoom calls? Like You have to decide the rules. Mm-hmm. And since this is your beta program and you're not going to charge your market rate yet, I would say you are in the driver's seat and this is a program that you want to create. And there will be people who say, oh, my spouse cannot join. Can I still join? You have to decide. What does your gut tell mm-hmm. you? Is that is that going to be effective enough? Are you going to get the best testimonials from those who join alone? Or does it have to have uh, both people involved? No, I think it's a possibility to get an answer. Yes, on the one hand, I'm the driver. But on the other hand, I have to find out what the people want to have. And Mm. so maybe it's a big possibility to use this beta program too to find out uh, if it is better to sell to one person or to a couple. Yeah, and you might actually end up in the future two groups. Yeah. (laughs) One group with couples and one group with individuals. Yeah? Mm. So I would not eliminate one or the other in the application you can add that question would you want Mm -hmm. to join this program with your spouse or would you rather prefer to join this program on your own without your spouse Mm -hmm. yeah that's good and based on that you might actually end up with two groups Mm -hmm. yeah that sounds good yeah so you gear up for a webinar you set a date Once you have decided when you're going to do your webinars and what's the topic, you can also drive some advertisement directly to the webinar based on where Mm -hmm. you've you've obviously found a good audience already for your previous freebie. So you know how to drive traffic to that freebie. You take that knowledge and drive traffic directly to the webinar. So you get some new people, but the core will probably be people you're already nurtured on your list. Okay. What do you recommend uh, with the length from the program? Um, We spoke already about it, but uh, I'm not sure now. Is it good to take it about three months or is it too long? Should I go shorter for the first time? Mm. I'm a fan of short beta programs for several reasons. It gives you faster feedback. Uh, Mm -hmm. so that you actually can go into a paid version, you know, assuming that you are discounting this program, it it gives you a possibility to go quicker into charging the full price. There is a downside to the shorter programs. Can people actually achieve results in six weeks? Mm -hmm. Is that possible for your program? Yeah, it depends on the aims they have, um, but it's possible to, to achieve them. Yeah. Then I would have it six works. It's also the fatigue, you know, of persons in longer programs. Mm-hmm. It's more likely that people drop off. And if you are discounting the rate, you know, the commitment, the less you pay, <laughs> the lesser commitment, unfortunately, mm-hmm. giving something away for free uh, has shown that you just don't get the same results. We are more invested when we pay for a program. And especially when we feel like, hey, I've paid a lot for the program. I better put in the work to get the return. So... Mm-hmm. If you can then, on the other hand, shorten your program, even if they're paying less, 
it's more likely that they're committed for six weeks. And you emphasize this. You say, hey, this is an only a six-week program. I'm, I'm 100% there for you in this time. So I really want your committed people to apply that are really want to achieve change. And to them, it's like, wow, I can change my relationship in six weeks versus three months, six months. It feels long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in my practice, I, I saw it's about a year. It depends on the couple, but uh, mostly it's about uh, a year, the time we work together. So six weeks is yeah, nice for the people. <laughs> yeah, it should be a win-win for your clients and for yourself. And even if we know, for instance, like in my business, you don't build a business in six weeks, but a lot of people find it very helpful to get the basic structure. How do you do it? And then they take it to the next level. If these clients are happy with that six-week program, you can immediately think about, okay, what can I do with them afterwards for those who want to continue? Maybe there's a three-month continuous program where I continue to work with them. Not necessarily on an individual level, maybe a portion of the group wants to continue. So if you get, let's say, eight people in the first round, it's more likely you have maybe four in the second round, and then you can test that length as well. Mm-hmm. That's good. What do you recommend as a price? This is a big problem because I didn't sell anything now online. So I have no really experience what is good for a beta course to take. Mm. Yeah, pricing is such a subjective matter. It's really hard to say this price is right or wrong. There's actually no right and wrong. My gut feeling tells me that they have to put in some investment in order to commit it. And that's where my pricing strategy comes from. And it's not necessarily the hours you put in or they put in. It's just, if it's too low, they're not gonna be committed. So I'm thinking for the beta round, this is a 500 euro program because you're paying a lot of individual attention to them, even if it's a group program. And your full price program, whether it's six weeks or if it goes into eight or 12 weeks, is more like 1,000 euro once it's fully fleshed mm-hmm. out and tested. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right to you, those prices? Yeah, uh, it's funny because uh, my first thought was a little bit lower. This is a big problem from my past, you know, <laughs> as a therapist. <laughs> so <laughs> I spoke already about it. And uh, so 500 is in the first moment, oops. Uh, but yeah, still it's right. I, I put in a lot of things and I will... I'm thinking that I put in a lot of good stuff into the videos and all the input they could consume on their own and then in the group program as well. Yeah, you're going to see it's going to be a lot of work for you and they're they're going to get their money back and, and multiple returns. It's just got to start with investment on their behalf. Those who are willing to change invest. It's, it's the same as a course if I want to take care of my health, if I'm stuck. Yeah, if I'm not willing to invest, whether it's time or money, well, I'm not going to get return either. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so before I let you off the hook on this on-air coaching call, can we decide a date? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks from now, four weeks from now, so that you have time to prepare. Mm-hmm. Let me take a look at my um, calendar think should works four weeks is i think better yeah okay because i've uh, some odd outside data so four weeks is okay from now so the 29th so let's do it olaf yeah 27th of october is it <laughs> fantastic 
So four weeks from now, Olaf is going to do his webinar and launch his beta program, the first online program. So I'm excited for you. Yeah. I have uh, two more questions to that uh, at the end when it's okay. <laughs> the webinar, should I only run only one webinar? Only one webinar and no replay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what do you recommend uh, from the data from the webinar to the beginning of the course? What is a good um, delay? It's a group program, so people need to put the dates in the calendar and things like that. So I could give them like two weeks. So you could follow up for seven days. So seven days after the webinar, the card closes, and then the course can start 10 to two weeks after that webinar. Mm -hmm. Because it's a group program and they need to fix a date in their schedule. For an online course, it can start a lot faster. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I have to, to decide what, is, uh, what are the steps when I do the webinar, what is inside, and I produce it um, on the run. Yeah. You will find uh, we have all that content inside Samba, how to do okay. a webinar that can convert. And I think you are all set once you've set the date in your calendar. Thank you for joining this on-air coaching, Olaf. I'm looking forward to see you launch your webinar and your first online program. Yeah, and uh, thank you so much, for uh, Sigrun, for your good help and uh, the strategy now for me. Ready to turn your passion into profits and take your online business to the next level? Find out how you can take the next steps with the seven stages of a profitable online business. Sign up for free by going to sigrun.com forward slash 72. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give this show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.